Hey, it's Mike here from Mighty Marvel Geeks. Uh, just want to apologize for the audio in this week's issue. Uh, with the storm bearing down on Florida and, of course, the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair provided us to by Director Fury. Um, the waters are turning enough and the Internet is going scrambled enough. Jarvis has done his best to stabilize things as much as he could. Um, but we still just couldn't get through it enough. Uh, so, uh, thank you for bearing with us, and, uh, here's, uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. This show is brought to you by Mimico. Mimico are makers of pop culture infused mobile accessories. Mimo Power backup batteries let you charge with characters from Star Wars, Marvel, and other fandom centric brands. Visit www.mimico.com and use listener code WeBeGeeks15 to take 15% off your entire order. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a plan. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, they can be exactly what we need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, sir. We're online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Intrepid Trio. Eric, Mike, and Kylan. How are you guys doing? Oh, good, good. I'm here. Let's do it. <laughs> I know Eric's ready to rant, but we'll get to that a little <laughs> later in the show. We'll rant if the need calls for ranting. <laughs> oh, it, it, it might come ranting. <laughs> so You think? <laughs> oh, quite possible. Um... You, you heard at the top of the show, uh, we are sponsored by Mimico as well as Cat Audio. Uh, Mimico's got some great power tubes that are Black Widow, Cap, Spidey, Iron Man, uh, Black Panther, and I want to say I'm missing one. Uh, and then they also have this thing called a power deck where you can charge two devices at once. The Black Panther and the Avengers power deck are limited edition. Once they're gone, they're gone. So go check it out. Use the code WeBeGeeks15. Get 15% off your order. These things are great. Uh, for those of you Disney fans, you might have seen Fuel Rod sold. This is very similar to Fuel Rod, but better. Why pay thirty bucks for something generic when you could get Iron Man for your pocket to charge mm-hmm. your matter to charge your cell phone? So, so it's sort of like carrying an arc reactor in your pocket, is what you're saying. Sorta, sorta. It'll charge your sorta. It'll charge your device one and a half times. Well, I'll take that. So, um, so uh, since we talked about the Avengers, and of course that leads to Shield. Um, right. Actually, I'm going to say this real quick. Happy 99th birthday to Jack Kirby. This would have been his birthday week. Happy birthday, Jack. So. All hail the king, baby. Oh, yeah. And my Marvel Unlimited pick of the week ties into Jack Kirby. (laughs) Not saying, but I'm saying. So, so speaking of that, Kirby was known for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, let's head right into a little uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. news. Okay. Uh, So, okay. So, we're we're jumping into Season 4 of Agents Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, Jeff Loeb, head of Marvel Television, says, 
that uh, Agent Shield is uh, going to get a little bit more edge. Okay, so uh, he he was uh, in an interview with uh, I believe it was it was a uh, at Comic Comic Con International last year and or this last year. month wow. this year last month that yeah and so um, he was talking about how you know at nine o'clock the show was pretty violent you know and you no know, we're talking about a show where we 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 saw a man get crushed an arm get chopped off uh and and people, people get uh blown up blown up no turn to stone to, vaporize rest you yeah. know so so you know there, there's a lot going on for a show at nine o'clock and so but he said that once uh when we get to 10 we're going to just uh we're going to be just a little hair of something i think people are really going to enjoy I, so I think the cast said, uh, and we reported on this. They they said hashtag side boob. You know what? Which, which I, was I, funny I, about that article. I, I, I'm a man that I, I I can appreciate the side boob. I, I can't. You I know? think th- I think this was a week that Eric was not here when we talked about that. No, I no, that I story. do not believe that I was here for that. No, and, and, you know, and I think Marvel, Marvel doesn't. I think in general they appreciate Cyboob because in this month uh, we had uh, Electra with a little bit of Cyboob going on. I'm just saying. So you know what? Ten o'clock. You know, we, uh, no, we were. We've said that maybe if this feels like the if this feels like the death kiss. But it sounds like Marvel is like, well, you know what? If you're going to take it there, we're going to take it. And fine. Yeah, because yeah, this this is exa- – you say that you're hearing that. What I'm hearing out of Jeff Loeb on this is, hey, we're screwed anyway. We might as well have some fun with it. Exactly. Exactly. The torpedo is in the water. ABC wants to kill it because they want more Shondaland stuff. Like <laughs> – Oh, we need another Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Oh, we need another uh, 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 How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, we need that. So what can we get rid of? Well, here's a show that's catered around boys with explosions and guns and superpowers. We don't need that. Let's See? let's shift it See? off to like the 10 o'clock kiss of death slot. See, the, the spinoff to how, I got, how, to, how to Get Away with Murder is called the Ben Roethlisberger story. Oh, dude! <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, the start of football season is right around the corner. And apparently I'm the only Steelers fan. And, there's, uh, you know, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And, 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 and your dog feels my pain. But that's okay. Uh, no. She's saying go no. Browns. Is that what that? Oh. But unfortunately, it's not happening tonight against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, 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 no, it's no, no. You know, I'm just staying out of this because I'm a packbacker. <laughs> Man, I, I t- see. And um, when when is the draft? Saturday. The draft? Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Saturday uh, our- tomorrow. Well, as we're recording this, it's tomorrow. Yeah. It's tomorrow. Okay. But by the time you're hearing this, it's already happened. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, so yeah. So we, you know, the thing is, uh, it, it looks like the stars are on board with this too. Um, I, I think uh, you know it. It seems like this. It seems like uh, you know we we well we ended last season with what looks like Daisy no longer a part of Shield. Uh, and yeah, she's gone rogue. She's gone rogue. Phil is back in the field, and he, he wanted to be there anyway. Right. I don't know. think he never. I don't think he ever really enjoyed being the director. No. Because, for one thing, he's too much of an everyman. He's too much of a okay. He's too likable. He is the, the director. I don't think he, he likes having to to make the hard decisions. No. No. No, and, you know, and we got to see a darker uh, Phil Coulson last season, and you could see you could see how being the director weighed upon him. Yes. And so, you know, we're going to have a completely different dynamic now because Shield is now semi legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going to have still the whole backlash with what with uh, w- uh, the the effects of Civil War going on, mm-hmm. along with a new director. So. I, I think it's. I think we have enough going on that we're going to have a really 
really good time. And I think maybe some people at ABC is going to be like, oh my God, what have we done when it's over? That's what I think anyway. I I think at this point in time, it's Marvel looking at uh, Shalonda or Shoshonda or whatever her name is, Miss Rhymes, and pretty much tell her to stick it. Yeah. So they don't have Mc, he doesn't have McDreamy anymore. No, so. no, he McDreamy and McSteamy, right? They're both yeah. they're both gone. So she's got to do something. I just yeah, it, this is where agents goes out with a bang. The unthinkable happens, and people who have been sitting on their butts saying, "Oh, I'll get into it someday," actually get off their butts and start watching the freaking show, and actually get, drives the ratings up to the point where. ABC can't go, oh, well, you know, we were just going to shuffle this off because of low ratings. Now what do we do? Keep it it in the 10 o'clock spot if it ends up being the winner. I mean... Well, you know, the thing is, uh, I mean, the the one thing that people complained about, and, and, you know, that that complaint was old and it's forgotten, was that S.H.I.E.L.D., no, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't the show that they were expecting. And the thing is now, I mean, we're talking about a show... That deals with spies and superheroes, and 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 you know, um, if we can turn it to eleven, let's turn it to eleven. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I think originally what I was kind of hoping for with the series was I wanted to see a Marvel's version of Mission Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's kind of what yeah. we got in the comics. Mm-hmm. And we did. And did we get that the first season? <laughs> no. No. Well, we, but, we started I mean, to we near got the end. groundwork. We got groundwork. Once we did. They, once they started uprising, and I'll actually say season one it was solid. And that's hard to say for for a new series. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of just slip up until the point that Daisy gets shot. From that point on, Daisy gets shot. The whole uprising tying in with uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. The series has been pretty solid since. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it has gotten better, in my opinion, each season so far. It has. I. I. The thing is, I. I'm glad to see the. I'm glad to see the organization semi legit again. But you know what? How awesome would it have been to see a black man at a ten o'clock spot? Just think about what they could have done with the show at that point. You know. Right. But I, I'm with the shield that we have now, and I. I. I and I think that. I now you're going to. I think they are going to take the reins off and say, "Hey, this is what's. This is what is. You know, th- this is what's on the table, and uh, this is what that stake. So let's go big or go home." Here, here's how I see it laid out on the twentieth. Okay, Shield is now legitimized. Right. Okay, the Avengers are tied into Shield. Right. right. So basically, you have you know, the Avengers basically being Shield's SWAT team. Yep. So that actually opens the door for some of the characters, you know, some of the actors and characters from the cinematic universe, mm-hmm. like your Vision, your your uh, your War Machine, your Iron Man, or specifically your Tony Stark to show up. Well, mm-hmm. right now, I don't think you see the War Machine because he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Oh, oh, I am so glad at least you didn't make a <laughs> Lieutenant Dan joke. <laughs> well, no, War Machine right, has he's a major, his legs. He? Well, he still has his legs. He just yeah. What? No, he's working on it. And yeah, think about working. this. Think about this. There is no way. That Tony Stark is going to let one of his best friends walk, uh, not be able to walk around. This guy is a robotics genius, right? What's Ooh. he for? Exoskeletons. Uh huh. Oh. In the comics, in the comics, now there was a time when he was totally paralyzed. That's well, true. Didn't didn't we cover in the last couple of weeks a story saying that Robert Downey Jr. might make an appearance on on Shield? Yes, yeah, yep. yep, we did. Yeah, Fitz Simmons to help with uh, well, walking you, you know, and I'm Simmons just... Simmons is on uh, Future Fight. Well, all right. No, all I'm going to say no, is not. between Fitz Simmons. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Gemma, she is in Future Fight. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's between right. Fitz Simmons and Tony Stark, there is no reason why Rhodey could not be walking around in some kind of exoskeleton that'll help him walk. Right. I mean, it won't be prosthetics. 
it won't be prosthetics because he, like you said, he has his legs. Well, who's to say it's not even nanotechnology as well? There you go. Well, I mean, because Tony at one time, uh, well, although the they, they they handled it differently in um, was it Iron Man three, the uh, X? Oh gosh, what was that called? The the uh, I I can't think of the storyline anymore. There was one where Tony had managed to develop. Uh, a technology where the his uh, his Iron Man suit basically was absorbed into his skin, and it ended up turning into a virus and almost killed him. I don't remember that one off the top of my head. Well, I know it was. Had, I know in Iron Man three, he had the implants that he was working on to, right. to call the suit to to home to home the suit to him. Right. I wonder if that couldn't be adapted for for Rhodey to use. There you That's go. Too. I mean, there's the thing is, just because he's he he's he's paralyzed and working on rehabbing doesn't mean that he can't show up. Exactly. If nothing else, stroll him around in a wheelchair. <laughs> True. Though I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it's, again, no. I Rhodey also does not seem to be the type to me to just to be just to lay down and and no, no. stay out of the fight. No. Not at all. No. Yeah. Um. Well, you, you know what? Since we're kind of been talking about shit. I want to flip this real quick because it kind of ties in. Um, The Russo brothers have come out, and I apologize, Eric. I know it's slightly different. That's cool. Um, The the Russo brothers have come out and said Steve Rogers isn't Cap in the movie, and in in other spoiler movies, (laughs) and in other spoiler moves, Darth Vader is Luke's father. (laughs) No. (laughs) Next, you're going to tell me the Titanic sinks. No, really? Dang. Well, yeah, but it's worth it because Leo DiCaprio freezes to death. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Would have been better if it was but... Okay, I'm sorry. No, please, please continue. <laughs> um, so at the end of Civil War, we see, um, or after the final battle between Steve and Tony in Civil War, we see Cap drops his shield to the ground, leaving it, mm-hmm. and thus leaving his position behind. Um well, since the Russos are out doing press for the upcoming Blu-ray and DVD release, I recently spoke to Huffington Post about the status of, of Cap. And Joe Russo says, I think him dropping the shit, that shield is letting go of that identity. It's saying that certainly the identity of Captain America w- was in conflict with a very personal choice that he was making. Um, yeah, he, he's separated himself, um, Several to past, uh, of course, he he's now hanging on uh, Wakanda, um, in which you know, there, there's now supposed to be a new redesigned shield, possibly an energy shield, um, like he has in the books. Uh, but chances are he's not going to be called Captain America. Could we see in um, Avengers: Affinity War, expatriate? No, no, I think it'd be more nomad. And and this is what gets me. People will see this and they go, "No, how could you? This is wrong." The, the- Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, how many brain cells did you lose just making that statement? But but the diehard fans are going to go, "Oh my God, yes, exactly." Yeah. I mean, this is kind of like, had you even heard of Captain America before Chris Evans was cast? No, I mean, no, exactly. In, in the he has been around for seventy five years. Now, yes, same guy who rant and raved about Nick Spencer, but that's just I don't like his writing anyway. Um, about when it was kind of like, oh, this temporary retcons, like he was always a sleeper agent. All right, here's the deal, folks. He has been without the the Captain America name, title, mantle, whatever you want to call it, several times over the career. Yes. I mean, it's almost like the the saying in The Godfather, I I tried to get out, they keep pulling me back in. It's because Steve Rogers is Captain America. We know this. It's like Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Sorry, you Miles Morales fans. It's like Bruce Wayne is Batman. Clark Kent is Superman. It's like some of these guys, they just are. Yes. But he has walked away from it time and again. So yes. I'm thinking what you're going to have, you're going to see 
see Steve Rogers as Nomad. He's going to have, he's probably going to have something kind of like his stealth suit, mm-hmm. a stealth outfit at the beginning of uh, Winter mm-hmm. with a brand new shield that doesn't have the red, white, and blue on it. It's probably going to be just like, it's really it's the one that he picked up at, in uh, the first Avenger. Right. The one that, that's in the workshop. I think it, it's very nice, very clean. Of course, it's the one that was red, white, and blue paint job. Right. But it'll look more like it did when Steve Energy Shield. I don't buy it. No. Yes, no. it could happen. It could happen. But considering all the things that Steve does with that shield. An energy shield would not help him. An energy no. shield would be more Stark technology anyway. He's yes. he's with Black Panther and Wakanda. It's going to be... Yeah. Now, would we possibly see the Nick Spencer? Well, he, he's not the artist, but... No, I, we, I know what you're talking about. Are, are we, with the energy blade. Yeah. Would we possibly see that? I hope not. I don't think so. I don't I, think I, so. I don't, I don't like that shield to begin with. Could could we see the the Nomad coloring of the black... Or even the, the, the U.S. agent type look? I wouldn't mind the black... I wouldn't white. mind that. Oh, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind the U.S. Oh. agent look. But see, the only thing is, U.S. agent is so close to Captain America. I, I you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that would, I don't know. Well, well see, it, it's not a question of copyright infringement at this point. No, it's not. I, I think it would be fans being able, well, moviegoers being able to differentiate. We can differentiate, you know. We 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 live through we live through many of these changes, yeah, you know. Right. So now, if it was like rather than black, red, and white, what if it was black, red, and gray? Right. Mm. Well, yeah. you, you could probably get away with that. Yes. Well, to, to finish off the story, there the speculation is. Uh, uh, Roger, the other former, you know, broke out the other former Avengers towards the end of the film, and he was and he was not wearing his costume uh, from earlier when he did so. Odds are his costume will change in the Avengers: Affinity War, and early guesses early guesses for replacements for his replacements would be his Winter Soldier gear, which itself was reminiscent of his heroic age Commander Rogers persona. Uh, they could even draw inspiration from his more recent suit in Captain America, Steve Rogers. I hope not. I hope I, not. As much okay. as I like that suit for the comics, I don't think it will. It's it's not a bad design suit, okay? But the thing is, in the in Captain America, Steve Rogers, he's still Captain America. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, you have – now, I will say this. I do love Sam Wilson's Captain America suit. Yes. Yeah. I love the look of that suit. I love it with the wings extended. I love it with the wings retracted. It I, just looks. Cool. I like. It uh, does. If you look in Future Fight, I, I love the the Winter Soldier Captain America suit mm-hmm. that they have for for Bucky. I mean, that looks amazing. Yes. Um. So as he separated himself from the government on multiple occasions throughout his seventy five years with Marvel Comics, um, and fighting crime in the guise of the Nomad and U.S. Agent on multiple occasions, it doesn't seem, uh, according to this article, uh, which is from Comic Book. Dot com. Um, it doesn't seem like the best fit within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, and we've just said, no, we disagree. Why not? Nomad seems like the most logical over US Okay, Asia. the character of Nomad, all right? The character of Nomad, yes, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, the costume, maybe mm, not so much. No. They, they would have to tweak it, but... Yeah. Homages to it? Yes. Maybe the stun discs somehow? Yeah. yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. Uh, but... So, um... Yeah, of course they said, you know, maybe, you know, we just talked about the shield. Uh, I don't know. Well, we'll have to be in 2018 when Infinity War comes out. But prior to, though, in the next few weeks, the Civil War Blu-ray comes out. Mm-hmm. And here's some of the bonus features that you're going to find on the Blu-ray. And if you want them all, I'm sure you're going to have to go to... Five or seven different locations to them, <laughs> or you wait till YouTube till somebody pirates them all. Yeah. Exactly. So the di- the different um, different uh, bonus material: United We Stand, Divided We Fall, The Making of Captain America: Civil War Part One and Part Two. Um, not that the movie was parts one and two. This is part. There's two parts of this of the making of. Um, Captain America: Road to the Civil War. Uh, explore the evolution from the loyal soldier to the conflicted hero. Uh, Iron Man: The Road to Civil War. Uh, uh, a gag reel. 
deleted and extended scenes, such as an extended Peggy's funeral scene. Mm. I want to see that. I, I am just going to confess, when I was watching Civil War in the theater, a 47-year-old man, and I was, it was doing everything I could just keep from squalling like a baby. Tearing me up. <laughs> I, it was it was hard. I mean, um, it, I, I thought, it, okay, Just I just want to sidetrack here for just a second. At the end of First Avenger, what did we want? We wanted to pay off mm-hmm. where, where, yes, Cap gets thought out. What's the first thing he's going to want to do? He's going to want to track down Peggy. Yeah, and, and it's. I mean, I still got that vibe where he goes to Times Square. Fury goes, uh, "You're seventy years in the future." Yeah, first thing in his so, mind is, you know, I was supposed to have a date. That's the yeah. fir- his, that's his first comment. And one of the deleted scenes from the first Avengers movie is where you see Steve, and he's got Peggy's number, <clears throat> and he's just debating whether or not he he can actually go through with it. Yep. Then now, when you get to Winter Soldier, and you see she's got Alzheimer's or dementia, or whatever it it looks to me like Alzheimer's, right? And she's just she's just laying there, and you just your heart breaks. Yeah. Now the the other three deleted or extended scenes um zemo meets dr Prasad. that's only 30 seconds yeah you're not used to the truth 47 seconds gotta get me one of those 25 seconds but the extended scene of the funeral five minutes 39 seconds yes yeah i i i will without a doubt um there's audio commentary and then uh, open your mind. Marvel's Doctor Strange, an exclusive sneak peek. <laughs> I want to see that. Oh and yes, this, and this comes out nine uh, September thirteenth, twenty sixteen. Um, but it, but with so few, I it seems like I don't think I don't think this can be bouncing around anymore. I think you it's think just going to be a complete list. I think this is a complete list. I think it's going to be on one DVD and Blu-ray combo available everywhere. Because I think after Disney's fiasco with Star Wars The Force Awakens with that Blu-ray where you got all the Star Wars fans going, I want everything and I'm not buying, I'm not going around shelling out money to buy four copies just to get everything. And Marvel fans are probably going, well, why should you be any different than we are? Star Trek fans are probably going, why should you be any different than we are? Um, I think that whole... It's just a greedy, money-grabbing scheme. It is. And it, mm-hmm. and it needs to stop. It does. Yes. I'm a bonus-featured junkie. I just want to buy the disc once to get all my bonus features. Right. Yeah. So, you want to have some exclusive stuff? Fine. Do like Target did, and you have downloadables that half the time didn't work anyway. So, what's the matter? <laughs> <sighs> so, um, let's head over to uh, to Thor. And I know Eric waiting on this story. Yes, because it has been announced and has been confirmed that Thor Ragnarok will be composed by Devo co-founder Mark Mothersbaugh. <laughs> I am so looking forward to this. Now, I mean, this is this is far from being his first one. Um, he has done like uh, Hotel Transylvania, yeah. uh, the Lego Movie, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, he, he's, um, he, he's done some older stuff too, or contributed yeah, to. Yeah, like he he did uh, some of the Rugrats TV series, or yeah. maybe it was all of them. Um, well, you, and how, also, how, how can you not forget him if you have a child and the drawing is, is doing the drawing on Yo Gabba Gabba, <laughs> the drawings that came to life. Yeah. Well, he's he's done a lot of composing. I'm looking over his thing on IMDb and credits 179 credits as a composer. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you may not hear much from Devo lately, but you've heard a lot of this guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be like he, like Lego Movie, Twenty Two, The Last Man on Earth TV series. Yep. Uh, let's see, the regular show in space. Yeah. <laughs> Pitch, Pitch Perfect, um, the Carrie Diaries, Enlightened. Yeah. Now, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. how were either one of you two Devo fans? Besides I Whip It. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and of course, Kylan, you live right there where they were created. Where yes, Devo I came do. To, 
came together, which I believe is Canton, Ohio. Isn't that yep. where Devo started? I believe actually it's Akron, but you know. Well, actually, I want to say they 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 all met while at Kent State. Yeah, yeah. They, well, that's where that's where Motherball went to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was there. Yeah. He was there like a year or two after my dad left after he graduated. Oh so. uh, man! <laughs> so yes, I'm looking forward to. It. Yeah, November of next year can't get here soon enough. No. Uh. See, this is one of those times I think the third film is better than the other two. I really did not care for the first two Thors. I like the first one. I like the first one. The second one was, was okay. The first one, each out of water. Mm-hmm. With with it, well, he was water on Earth, but there was a more Shakespearean vibe well, you to Kenneth, Asgard. You had Kim, Kenneth Branagh involved with that. Well, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying there wasn't a good reason for it. But I yes, I like that. <laughs> I see. For me, I believe it's because of tying in Planet Hulk with this mm-hmm. Hulk with Hulk in the armor, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's. And some of the other aspects, I th- I think this is where we're going to see more of the Thor stories that we really wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and more of what I kind of envisioned for, for Thor. So, maybe it's just me. Well, no, you know, I would like to see, you know, so far all we see is, you know, Thor and Asgard and Thor and Earth and back to Asgard and back to Earth, and somebody from Asgard comes to Earth, and, you know. Well, so, the second one we got but when that the person, realms. when that coming from, from Asgard is Sif, then I'm good with that. Oh, that's true. That is true. I, I thoroughly agree with Art. <laughs> so. so I think it'll be clear. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the work is going to figure into. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. And I'm kind of hoping that we'll get some more Asgardians back into the, the, like, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the other Marvel Cinematic shows. Yes. Mainly, mainly because, you know, it would it, it was nice to see Sif on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. How about some Warriors 3? Oh, yeah. 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 You, you think you think the three of them wouldn't wouldn't fit in with the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, oh, oh I, I think it's Hydra would have been done in the first season between Coulson's team and and Warriors Three, that would have been it. It have been over. Yeah. And I'm just saying, full sealed break room. <laughs> yep. Oh. I, I'm, I'm just you. You just think May coming up to Colson. He's eaten half of the stores for lunch. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> be maybe we'll get that since you know if uh if if, if Shield is saying let's go big or go home, maybe we'll see Warriors Three this season. Well. Could be sticking with the movies though. Yeah. Something else going big or going home. Yeah. Actually, I think it's more coming back home. Uh huh. How about Spider Man? <laughs> how, how about that leaked um, sizzle reel for Spider Man? Oh. oh. And, and if, if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Try and catch it now before it gets pulled. Yes, because, because that- there was no recording. Yeah, they actually say that. They say, you know, here's what we've been working on. Here's what we've been shooting. All of a sudden, a sea of cameras start pulling up, and the speaker says, no No recording. recording. So, of course, nobody stopped recording. True. So (laughs) So the question, final scene, who do we see? Okay, should we just flash a big honking spoiler alert sign on this? Wait, 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 wait. Um... Jarvis is telling me that Coulson's here and has got something to say. If I can find it. Where are you? Wait, His first wait. name is Agent? Yes. <laughs> He's coming up to the mic right now. Oh, spoiler Well, okay. So let's say, let's, let's just break down what we did see. We saw the front page of the bugle with the words, Doc, Doc Ock, Ock dead. dead. Yep. When did that happen? Yeah, and who did it? Because mind you, Doc Ock or Spider Man going into Civil War had only been Spider Man six months. Right mm-hmm. now, also keep in mind that we know Michael Keaton is going to be playing the Vulture. Yeah, mm-hmm. in this, so it's kind of like clearly something happened, and I'm wondering if this doesn't kind of play in to that scene that we saw at the very end of the trailer. Oh. Which which is 
Mm. I think we can all say it. Venom. 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 Okay. Now, here, here's the thing. And and the title of the movie is Homecoming. Right. You remember in the, in the Spider-Man animated series where Venom makes its appearance, which is pretty much the way that it makes its... Well, it's not quite the way it makes its appearance in the comics. No. But, but it's how the symbiote how makes the symbiote its appearance. How the symbiote makes its appearance. appearance. Okay. From a trip, from basically from an astronaut coming back home. Right. And that mm-hmm. astronaut happens to be J.J. Jonathan's son. Yes. Right. John Jameson coming right. back. And that, and that, so that's another tie in to the phrase homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course, you know, the other obvious phrase is Spidey coming home from his battles with half the Avengers, against half the Avengers. But you know what we have to take into account? Each of the Marvel movies take pl- takes place in real time. So by the time we get to Homecoming, all of the Civil War stuff would have been... About a year ago. About a year ago. So it wouldn't be that Homecoming, I don't think. Now well, we depends. also see him. I, I, we also see him by a by a trash can. Could it be that he tries to hang up the costume for a while? Could, well, uh, there there's a connect. Apparently, there's going to be a connection there with him and Doc Ock. If they if they're showing Doc Ock is dead, right? He he must have been there and probably couldn't save him. And here's the question. And maybe that's what leads to the trash can scene. What if it's Venom that does the killing? Could be. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit, and I'm going to throw it out there, and any listener who, if they think there might be some validity to my original thought, email us at mmg at net. But I originally thought Agent Venom. See, I don't think so. And, but looking at the still pick and looking at that final and going back and forth, I, I I I misinterpreted the the image and and, and specific features. Uh, I'm I'm just going to say flat out, it's Venom. It's not Agent Venom. But if this comes from space, would we be you thinking so- there could be a Guardian tie-in in credit scenes? That's hmm. possible. Could could there it be is. Guardians? Or they come back and pick up the symbiote if hmm. if they do a one and done with Venom. Which I don't think they are if there's still talks of a Venom film. Right. It, hmm. I know it's not my yeah. typical mic drop um, moments there, but hmm. still things that make you pull an Arsenio Hall. You know, hmm. things that make you go, hmm. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, th- th- this is, this is going to be intriguing to see what happens with, uh, with this film. Um, you know, we're talking Vulture, and we're now talking Venom talking as, in, as Mary Jane which we talked about last week and I, I even though the outcry now is more she's a Disney actress can she really pull it off I think she could yes I think she could yes yeah yeah I mean oh Hillary, yeah I mean she's not Lindsay Lohan so um uh. <laughs> I mean thankfully Hillary Duff didn't do too bad in the couple films she was in outside no. of Disney um I mean Demi Lovato well, she was more Disney movie original stuff, but I mean, she's having a decent career. Mm-hmm. Nick Jonas is having a decent career. Yeah, um, it can happen. Disney is yeah. not Disney is not this evil empire that hires people who, quote unquote, can't act if they're going to be involved in two different shows. Uh, well, you know, um, I mean, she was yeah. on Shake It Up. She's on Casey Undercover, and both right. of them are are multi multi season shows. Mm-hmm. That's so. true. So, um, I, we do have one more bit of, of movie news, though. For some reason, I was thinking this was comic, not movie. And this, oh, this really? would be all you, Kylan. It's your story. Oh, boy. Yes. Um, oh, it feels so good to do this. Oh, that, that uh, oh, yes, uh, that, movie, that movie in the loosest t- sense of the word. That train uh, wreck with that uses film. Yes. Uh, of our, of the, of my personal favorite mutant of all time, the Raging Cajun himself, Gamp, that is, that was the star, Channing Tatum. Uh, well, it, well, you know, it's had some problems. Uh, it got taken off the docket and but supposedly it was still going to happen 
And so recently, it lost its director. Yeah, uh, Doug Lam- Lyman, uh, the, the man who directed Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is an amazing movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, he he was the guy that was going to direct the uh, Gambit spinoff, um, but which is being done by Fox. Let's notate that it's Fox. not it's not Marvel Studios, it's not Sony, but Fox. This Fox said this is in the X. This comes out X universe, okay? It's an X Men spinoff. Uh, it was it was supposed to start production in January, and uh, well, here it is, August. It's the August, end of right. And uh, well, no, it's supposed. They were talking about starting this coming January production, but now oh. they've lost their director, and a source is saying that the split is a mutual parting of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet, mm. CT is still attached to the project. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, but here, here's the funny one. Fox is losing him to who? Uh, where is he going? Where is he going? He's going over to Warner Brothers for Justice League Dark. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Really? Yeah. See, that's not in this article. No. But that is a huge get. We talk about it over on um, Mighty Marvel Geeks. We are Mighty Marvel Geeks. I mean, uh, Weeby Geeks. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If you only knew the week I've had and I'm about to have. So, so I mean, now yeah, this is a huge get. Uh, somebody that is leaving a, they would rather direct a DC movie than a, a Fox movie. Marvel movie. You hear that, Fox? Yeah. DC's mm. apparently this director thinks DC's better than Fox Marvel. I, uh, that's just wow, wow. And uh, now, uh, attached to this, and I'm not going to read this, but this sounds like his speed. There's another article where Channing says he he in this article he talks Gambit and quote changing some of the tropes of these movies. <laughs> Tell you what, because uh, don't oh. Uh, Eric, if you uh, Eric, uh, I I can't I can't you because I can't be objective when it comes to this guy. You know that I can't. Okay, all right. <laughs> there is a way that you can do that and be successful. Oh. Case in point, Deadpool. Yes. Okay. It depends on what tropes he's talking about, but let's also keep in mind certain genres of movies rely on tropes. Tropes yes. are not necessarily bad things. No. Yeah, but what, what's the difference between Deadpool and Gambit? Um, Channing Tatum. There you go. Go. Whereas I... Me, personally, I think if Fox gave back the license to everything X-Men except for Deadpool, I'd be okay with that. Because Ryan Reynolds is heavily involved in Deadpool, and it's going to be done right. See, that's the thing. Reynolds was a huge Deadpool fan. Still is. I mean, he, he understood the character. He got the character. And I think you have, by and large, that's what you see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Okay? You have you know, Robert Downey Jr. He gets Tony Stark. Chris Evans, he gets Steve Rogers. Well, well let's, let's think about this, though. Sorry to interrupt, but Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, what does he got by comics and reads? Chris Evans goes out and reads Cap. Benedict um, Cumberbatch, we know we, he goes out and reads Doctor Strange. What was his name? Who's doing? There's pictures of reading Black Panther comics while on set of Civil War. Chadwick. Yes, yes, Chadwick. Um, Brie Lawson is out reading Captain Marvel. That's your source material. You yeah. you have years and years and years of material right there in front of you. The, the Russos apparently are reading the source. Well, I mean, you can't. How many, okay, case in point, and I think I can talk about this because this was a Marvel property at one point. The first G.I. Joe movie. It's no like source when you material go back, read all. It's almost like nobody read a G.I. Joe comic ever. You they go really back, didn't I, with I, the second one either. Not really. They they were closer to. There was a run, and I think this was this this was out of there. The the IDW run when it was a it was like a weird mix of GI Joe America's Elite when they were like a small a smaller force right so mixed in with uh, that uh, was GI Joe may have been sixteen seventeen when they killed a bunch they killed off a bunch of the uh, team 
Like uh, you see at the beginning of the movie. It, it, was, but, it was more like G. Joe Renegade, the G.I. Joe Renegades cartoon. Yes. That came out yes. uh, in the in the early te- 20 teens. Yeah. But, but the only thing that was close to the source material was the whole s- Snake Eyes Storm Shadow story arc. That's right. Cause, uh, introducing Jade and, and all that and going back and talking about her and how he was, or Blind Master and how he was killed and everything else. Right. Straight out, the rest of it, though, while cool... Uh, they they didn't read. I mean, cause Ro, truth is, as cool as Roblox was in the movie, he was not Roblox from the comic. Mm-mm. No way, no how. And that's the thing that's killed me about Zartan. Yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah. So you know, and uh, you know that that source material it matters. Yeah, it's not. Let, let, let's just uh you know, i mean we saw what happened when somebody's like hey let's make a captain america movie hey we got the costume uh we'll put in red skull a motorcycle and a guy throwing a shield and we're set we 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 we, we we've got saw that course. in the 70s oh and we saw that in the 90s <laughs> yes or the 90s movie was just as bad you know oh you know and it's just you know i'm glad that we live in a time now where people comic book movies are you know they're they're respected now although you still got the people saying well there's it's becoming oversaturated no 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 it's only only the bad stuff's getting oversaturated exactly and and it's the entitled fans that are help making everything oversaturated or seem yes. oversaturated. I mean, we get we we it's it's finally it's its own individual genre now. Just like westerns are and action movies and spy movies and rom-coms. Nobody's ever said that there's too many rom-coms. I've said there's too many rom-coms. Well, I have too, but you, you know. Well, I I said it was The Amazing Spider-Man. There's too many rom-coms. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Marvel does not make superhero movies. No, they don't. They make superhero movies. They make movies that feature super. It's like The Winter Soldier was not a superhero movie. It was a political thriller that just happened to have superheroes. Yes. Yeah. The first Avenger. It was a historical sci-fi action movie with... Guardians of the Galaxy. It was the Dirty Dozen in space. Yes, it was. That just happened to have superheroes. It... That, I think, is, and I've said it here on this show before, that is the fundamental difference between Marvel Cinematic Universe movies and DC movies, Fox movies, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's the same thing with um, DC and Marvel Comics. DC, the heroes start off as heroes. Right. It's a tragic event, and they become a hero to right the wrongs of what happened to them in the past, or they're born into it. Right. Marvel, it's a tragic event to that person... And they start off as monsters and then return themselves into heroes, a.k.a. Exactly. Tony Stark with his alcoholism. Yes. And then turn, then he becomes that monster and then slowly becomes the hero we know as Iron Man. Uh, uh, Peter Parker, you know, he gets those abilities and, you know, he, the first thing he wants to do is start making money. And the one time that he does not use his powers, the, down, the downstream effect is Uncle Ben dies. Yeah. And that was sauce ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 it, it's going to be interesting um, to, to see what happens. I mean, I think Marvel's doing things right. Uh, Sony was smart on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Fox just isn't learning. You know, if somebody would sit down, was it, you know, it was, it was like when going back to Deadpool. If I could, you know, put my words together. The thing is, and you can't have this with every movie. I wish you could. But you can't have this with every movie. You had a star. Like you said, that the guy loves, lives, breathes, is that character. Yeah. And... He was not going to settle for anything less. Um, and and that's... You can't get that with every movie. I wish you could. You can't. But the thing is, it serves as an object lesson for the successful MCU and the unsuccessful... Right. You know, not that there's a formula, but what happens when you have a deep understanding of pictures and where and and know and understand what story you're trying to tell, and you're to, not trying to sell tickets. You're trying to, to tell a story. To me, mm-hmm. Deadpool 
is the MCU movie not made in the MCU. Yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, you, you can get all technical with me and say, well, that Marvel Cinematic Universe only applies to the ones made by Marvel Studios. Okay, this is the exception that proves the It really does. This is an MCU movie. It might as well be an MCU thing, but... You know, we have an, have an old mothballed player in the background. As far as I'm concerned, that's enough for me. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to throw a quick disclaimer here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a hurricane or tropical storm mm, close to me, <laughs> and I think I made our internet connections. So now, and and I'll, I'm going to throw an apology as well um, about our audio being giant. It's, um, it's something we are trying to improve upon during bad weather situations. But hey, you can only do that. So we blame Gaston. Yes, because nobody yeah. does it like Gaston. Nobody <laughs> storms like Gaston. <laughs> yeah, I saw that yesterday. <laughs> I uh, lost, lost. I did. Yes. That's awesome. I heard it in my head. So, but you know, it, it's about that time. It is. And, and all we got to say is, you know, Shazbots. That's our picks of the week, <laughs> and and as we go into our picks of the week, I'm saying, um, New Mutants. Just Google it. The writing team has announced for the new for Fox's New Mutants movie, um, but we've already covered Fox once. I think that's more than they deserve at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying, I hope they do this right because I, I so. like the New Mutants team lineup. Yes, you have Magic Cannonball and Moonstar. Oh, dude. Mm. No, I, I I never thought I would see a new mutants movie. I still want a West uh, Coast Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I, in what universe would that happen? I mean, because if you get West Coast, you're gonna have to get Great Lakes, and then you're gonna have to get what? what no, other no, Avengers? no, no. We don't need Great Lakes. We don't need Avengers. Don't need young Avengers. We we don't. What do you mean Great Lakes? The people up on the Great Lake they deserve to be protected too. That's fine, but. Great Lakes is just recent. Okay, that's true. All right. So, anyhow, <laughs> since we were talking about comics and the Great Lakes Avengers, uh, let's start with our picks of the week. And, Eric, I'll let you go first. Okay, my first pick of the week is Rocket Raccoon and Groot Number 8, written by Nick Kosher, penciled by Daniel Walsh. It's a Civil War II tie-in. Captain Marvel is called for backup, and Rocket and Groot are here to turn the tide. It's partner against partner. Can Rocket and Groot's friendship survive a trenchant discussion of the issues at hand? Well, probably, but can they survive a confront- confrontation with Gwenpool? Rocket Raccoon versus Gwenpool. This should be fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, well, for us, anyway. I, I, I'm, I'll call him out. Um, Joe Caramagna and I, uh, we, we chat regularly. And Joe, if you're listening to this show, I, I, or this episode or issue... Um, I gotta call you out. I respect your opinion, but Gwimple is a lot better than you're giving her credit for. Joe's not a big Gwimple fan. He Why hates not? The con- he, he says he hates the concept. And I respect that. Well, you that. know what? I respect you that. You know what? I'm just gonna pull a big Lebowski and just tell him, well, that's like, well, your opinion, man. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get heat and I bet you we'll get emails when I turn around and say, I'm not a big X-Men fan. I the last X Men book I truly read, and thank God it came out after Battle of the Atom, <laughs> was all new dupe, <laughs> and that was about it. I'm not an X Men fan. I never was. The two X book- books that I liked were Excalibur, especially the early the early ones, mm-hmm. and X Factor when um, Johnson and Strowman were writing. Yeah. Now, did I enjoy Days of Future Past, the book? Yes. Thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, what were Jubilee and all them? They were, or am I thinking, what were they called? I want to say the Dreadnoughts, but it's not it. No, that was Zartan and, and his bunch. Yeah, 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 oh, you're yeah, talking yeah. about the Reavers. Were they Reavers? I'm thinking like Jubilee, and there was another one that kind of had uh, an alien-type face. Oh, yeah, I know what alien. you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, 
Um, Kylan, your number one pick for this week. My number one is uh, Thunderbolts number four. Uh, the writer is Jim Zub. Penciler and cover artist are, is Joe Malin. Uh, the Squadron Supreme delivers justice to an unjust world. Their new target, the Thunderbolts, someone called Damage Control, because this is going to get ugly. Okay. Now, um, go ahead. Sorry, I felt like I was starting to interrupt. No? Okay. Oh, well, well, no. My, my number one pick um, is Howard the Duck number 10. <laughs> uh, writer is Chip Starsky. Penciler is Joe Kionis. Uh, the person behind all of Howard's trouble troubles is revealed. Who could it be? Is it Spider-Man? Wolverine? Thor? Miss Marvel? Am I just mentioning these characters on the off chance that some retailers will just skim the catalog looking for character names and will accidentally order this? Who knows? And that's the problem. The this, this, this series has not had the, the sales to go along with it, and that's why it's pretty much ending after 12 issues. And, I mean, it's a great book. It's, it's a great story. It's... Uh, I'll admit the the art and the look of Howard in this book took me a couple issues to get used to it, mm-hmm. but I mean it, it, it's some great stuff. It really is. Um, do I own the physical copies of these? No. Have I been reading it on Marvel Unlimited? Yes. Will I be getting the trade paperbacks? Yes. Um, but. Yeah, um, I love this. I do have a copy of issue nine on hold at my shop because that's the issue with Leah Thompson. Well, there you go. So I had to make sure I got that issue, but the others I'm getting the trade paperbacks. So I will have the collect. I will have the whole twelve issue collection when it comes out. Uh, well, one, I think. I think one of the there's already one trade. I don't know if it's issues one through six already. Um, if it is, okay. So I'm looking at two books, thirty bucks for the two uh, for the two combined. It'll be worth it. Uh, guys, well, the fans that I brought up and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do that. Anyway, I was kind of wondering where that was. Okay. <laughs> I was worried. Eric, number two, please. I, I was going to blame Gaston on it, but all right. My number two pick is Nova number 10. Nova has powerful kids in the galaxy, but where does all that power come from? Sam's father is missing, and everyone else in the galaxy who's ever been a Nova is either dead or missing. Looks like Sam's going to have to find some answers for himself. Okay. Kylan, number two. Number two is Civil War Two. Choosing sides, number five. Writer is various. Penciler is various. And the cover artists are Cameron Stewart and Declan Shall. Uh, as the body count rises, no one expected the biggest casualty of them all. Friendship. Will the Avengers betray their closest confidants to stay true to themselves? Featuring Nick Fury, Colleen Wing, and Alpha Flight. Okay. Well, my second pick in the month or of the week of the month of the week uh, is Darth Vader number twenty-five. And I have a funny feeling it's probably four ninety-nine to seven ninety-nine, and I'll get it. It's all built up to this: Vader's trials against Silo's creations. His is this really even a word? His machinations against the Empire. Yes, machinations. Machinations. Okay, so it is a word. Sorry, it's doesn't come across my path many many times. Yeah, you don't use it very often in daily conversation. No, no it doesn't fit with audio console, channel, fader, EQ, etc. Yeah. Uh, his covert missions with Dr. Afra and her murderous droids. God, the droids have been highlighted of this series. And I've loved Afra in this series. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm part of the... But I'm on the secret mission with Vader and, and I'm now with him. I'm kind of disappeared. She's a Vader groupie. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I would say she ranks right up there with Disney groupies that we have at show. Never mind. Um, what? Oh, dude. It's a long story. Long story. After show. <laughs> Um, All all comes to fruition in this oversized 40-page issue by the stellar team of Kirian Gillian and Salvador LaRocca. You won't want to miss this ending. Um, 40 pages. Yeah, minimum price is going to be $4.99 for this book. Minimum. It'll either be $4.99, $5.99, or $7.99. But 
Oh, man, that means the, the action figure variants can be jacked up as well. Yep. Uh, um, how, many, how many variants are you planning on getting? For me? Yeah. I'm getting the regular cover, and I'm getting the action figure variant. That's it? That's it. For, for Vader? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, with Vader, I mean, it was cool. Issue 1 was a variant, um, and then with 20 to 25, those six covers have been action figure variants and they're all and they've all been characters out of the books so they're kind of given their own action figure action figure look so um yeah i'm still i I don't know if it's still tattooed here where it says sucker when it comes to the (laughs) star any star wars action figure variants um i wish they would stop with with the Star Wars title, the Jason Aaron title, because um, hopefully they stop at twenty five doing it. Now I don't mind if they decide to do a Ray five issue series, and the first issue is an action figure variant. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's cool to do it for the issue one. Um, I, I understand why they're doing it with the Vader series. Um, Star Wars at this point in time, just stop. 25 is enough. But, I mean, the original figures, there was 80-something, I think, what, 82 figures of the original Kenner run? Oh, please yeah. tell me you're not going You're not going all the way there. I mean, you've already done Leia. You've already... So we're talking 70, 79 for Star Wars, maybe 80, because they've already done Leia. They've done... Um, actually, they might do 75, because they've already done Luke, um, Han with the Carbonite. They've done um, Leia from the Leia. Series. They've done Vader from the Vader series. They did Lando from the Lando series. So, mm. yeah, I, I enough's enough. After twenty five, stop. Just, just mm-hmm. stop. That's all I got to say. So, um, number three, number three pick okay. number three is Spider Man twenty ninety nine number fourteen, written by one of my favorite Sobani and cover artist Francesca Civil Two Tie In Shocker and Roberta Mendez, aka Captain America, has returned to the future to find her family. Little does she know that the heroes of the future are being hunted. Could this be the end of twenty ninety nine as Miguel knows it? Hmm. Hmm. So, Kylan, your last pick of the week. And My last is, pick. I was going to say, and of course, this is for August 31st, 2016. And, uh, my last pick is Hyperion number six. Uh, the writer is Chuck Wendig. Penciler is Nick Varela. Artist is Elizabeth Torque. Hyperion must answer for his crimes. Hyperion versus the battle over what it truly means to be a hero. But it looks like Iron Man is looking for answers and revenge. Will Hyperion survive this epic showdown? Okay. Um. Well, my final pick is Han Solo number three. I, I've been kind of digging this one. I, I was a little leery at the beginning, but uh, I'm kind of digging it. Um, as the Dragon Void race gets more intense, it gets more death. Can the Falcon hold up to one of the most intense fights of his of its? What's worse, on failing Leia or losing a race? So, and then um, I've got the Marvel Unlimited pick for this week. For this week. Mm-hmm. Do tell. And um, this one contains many first appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said it kind of tied in with Jack Kirby. It's Jack Kirby's Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos number one. And please tell me we did not before. I think I may have early, early on. Uh, let me see. Let's double check the list. Let's see. I thought we picked one, but I thought it was later. Uh... You know, because it seems vaguely familiar, but I can't. Um, oh, let's see. Da, 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 yes, da. but it's been, it's been almost a year. Yeah, so we're good. You yeah. know what? It, it, it's one of those. Let's, let's bring it. I'm going to bring it back. It's, it's a weekly. Please do. It's a weekly, not a, not the book of the month. Um, right. It was October 2015. The, okay, cool. Yeah. This one, I think, this, it's one of the lesser-known books of Kirby's that he penciled mm-hmm. with, with Stan Lee writing. Let's, let's bring and it plus back. Plus, it's his birthday week. It's birthday it's his week, birthday. of course. It's my week as well. Um, yeah. Were you drawn by Kirby, too? If, if I was, then he must have spilled a lot of ink. <laughs> <laughs> but in honor of my pick, I'm, I'm just going to do it. 
that over that beginning of that overture has that Kirby esque feel to it. Just makes you want. It does. Out. It does. Suck in the gut, push out the chest, and go. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like when you look at when you look at the first issue. Um, I, I looked out before Marvel changed their um, the the way they were doing their essential series. I looked out and got uh, the volume one of of Nick uh, Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos. And you know, you open it and like you get this map of the army base. Yeah. You know, I loved stuff like that. I loved I don't think they do it anymore, but every no. now and then, especially in the eighties, you would get like, you know G.I. Joe headquarters. Uh, uh, G. I., you got G.I. Joe headquarters, you got the Avengers Mansion, you got uh the makeup of Cap's band, yeah. you know? I I I, I wanna say the above ground sub uh, the above ground underwater suborbital volcano lair is modeled after Kirby's Howling Commandos army base from that from that trade. I wondered what all those Kirby dots were doing on the floor the in the corner. Huh. Yep. No wonder. Yep. And notice on there, the jawsets are small. A cast cannot fit in it. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm saying with superpowers. Oh, my word. <laughs> so, um, any more thoughts before uh, we wrap up this week? Man. Stay safe, stay dry, and hope cast on passes you by. Yep. Well, on that note, there's only one thing left to do. Jarvis, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Time to go dark. Now, here's a fun one. Uh, my comic book shop, we were talking um, about the difference between DC and Marvel currently with the rebirth. Yeah. And they're saying, you know, DC is putting out so many, I mean, three books of characters that people just don't care It's almost like they're driving people away. Well, see, you know, um, all the more for us. There yeah. you go. I mean, you know, the thing is, Marvel did You know, they they dealt back and got, like, a of characters that you can bring to the forefront instead of redesigning already established ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 